Hello everyone. A warm welcome to all of you on this Tuesday evening. Guys, today we're going to speak to Mr. Srini Vemula. He's the founder and CEO of iGebra.ai. And he's joining us all the way from US. And he's here. Hi, hi Srini. Good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Rishab. And hi, audience. Good morning. Very happy to have you, Srini. And as we speak, uh, more and more people are joining us. Oh, that's wonderful, actually. It's a good evening to you and participants. Thank you for having me, having me here. Great, great. So to other listeners, a very good evening to one and all, everybody from India. Welcome to our very own startup and career show. And I'm your host, Roshab Mehta, tuning in from Team Backstage. Srini is going to talk about how to strike out a new path and succeed in it. And he's done it, by the way, right? So Srini is the founder and math plus plus guru at igebra.ai and we'll understand this math plus plus uh, term that he has coined it a little later. It's a global edtech company. He has rich experience in information technology, data and AI from top Silicon Valley companies such as Databricks, Apple and HP. His passion for teaching led to igebra.ai where he has created a unique teaching methodology blending math, data thinking and AI thinking. He's got over 25 years of experience in teaching math and leading high-end information technology, data, and AI projects. Welcome once again, Srini, backstage. Wonderful, Rashab. I thought we were going to have a conversation rather than I just speak. Oh, absolutely, Srini. And <laughs> so, so, so let's, let's just begin with uh, Srini. Uh, would would be great if you could share your journey over the years. First as an employee working with these top companies in Silicon Valley and then an entrepreneur. So how did it all start? Yeah, wonderful. See, I passed out from a, co a great college in, uh, in India, uh, in Kerala, NIT, Calicut, National Institute of Calicut. Mm -hmm. just, like, just like everyone, I thought I went to engineering college and pass out from college and do a great job. No? Dream. Then I came out of the college uh then want to pursue higher education either mba or going to masters but uh, some of my friends influenced me to pursue civil services examination you know, uh, thinking to serve india in the public sector so i started a school along with my brother as a i thought i, I would do part-time teaching and pursue civil services. So in fact, I left a job, or rather I got a job, I didn't join. I started a school along with my brother, thinking that he will be taking care of management. So I fell in love teaching people, or rather students, 11th and 12th. Uh, I thought I was staying two years, but it took me six years to come out of it. I didn't make any money, in fact, I was running uh, spending a lot of money, but I got a rich experience about uh, society, uh, students, their parents, because it was a small town. But it's not working uh, financially. Um, and not only that, I started thinking, you know, I was teaching math, but I'm thinking the world is going a different direction. Um, world needs definitely math, but technology was the taking off. And mm -hmm. It was uh, uh, 2000. So I thought I should explore, first of all, uh, bigger things, you know, before I do anything else. So that's why I got into uh, IT technology because I was, I wrote uh, civil services also. It didn't work out. I went to till mains. It didn't work out. So I ventured into technology. Just like that, you know, I went to Singapore. I worked for multinational companies, a couple of companies there, Deutsche Bank, um, Abacus. Then I went to US, to California. I joined HP, and then later in Apple. Um, in between, I wanted to learn I was, I'm seeing uh, 
software was merging with mathematics. I was so fascinated because uh, I was a little bored with uh, technology after some time, getting good money, but as an employee. But I'm not seeing the beauty in it because I'm originally, though I was an engineer, uh, I like the way how math has connection to universe. Then I started seeing math and technology getting merged through artificial intelligence. So that's why I was so fascinated again. I joined Databricks. In fact, I joined University of Arizona, where I learned machine learning and artificial intelligence uh, while working. Then joined Databricks, a, a wonderful startup in data and AI, um, cloud data and AI. So that's how, as an employee, I mean, always uh, wanted to work for a cutting edge companies and trying to see the connections between math, data, and AI. I was enjoying the journey. But yeah, uh, I think that's about employee as employee part before I talk anything about uh, how I mix, I'm mixing math, data, and AI. So, so Srini, before before you go to Algebra, uh, I think mm. because since there are so many students who have also joined us, right? So, mm. I would I would mm. want to understand that after your your education got over uh, in Andhra Pradesh, right? Mm. Uh, mm. You you went as a teacher and you mm. uh, did this for about six years, but mm. but many people do dream of getting a job or, or you know making a career, getting mm. an opportunity abroad. So mm. you mentioned you you went to Singapore. Right. So, how did mm -hmm. that happen? So, as a, as an engineer, uh, did you get a job in Singapore, or how did you pursue that uh, that you wanted to go abroad then? That's wonderful. Uh, so, like everyone, um, I went to a, a coaching center where they started teaching uh, the technology I was learning, but I always pursued my Whatever I know, I always teach to others. So though I was learning in the institute, um, I was teaching somewhere else. Not the same day subject, but mm -hmm. whatever I taught in last month, I started teaching in some other institute. So it took almost an year for me. I started applying jobs in Singapore. Um, but all this uh, eight months, I was though I was learning from other institutes, I was also teaching in a small institutes. So that's one thing always. Uh, uh, sharing our knowledge always helps. So there will be always someone who, who want to learn from you. At the same time, there is always someone from whom we can learn. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. So I learn and uh, teaching it. So as I teach, I'm learning even more. My confidence is going about uh, that field. Interest is growing um, because some people think uh, you need to have a lot of interest in it. In fact, interest can grow as you interact with people. It is not the subject that is interesting. It is the people that are very interesting. So as you interact with people with technology, as you interact with people with math, that's where the beauty comes into the picture. So I was putting my heart into it. So I was excelling. So I played for uh, companies in Singapore. Then one day I was teaching a class. Uh, then I got a call from Singapore. Somebody said, uh, we have a regime. We want to talk to you next hour. So I took a break from the class and I uh, took the interview. And they have a backfill because somebody left to US. So they have an urgent need. They said, hey, we need you next week in Singapore. That's how it is. So I told them, I, I, I know this subject. I'm teaching. Uh, I'm doing some the side projects. Um, I opened up. So I was fluent for what I know. So opportunities also come like that you know sometimes they may have urgent need 
so um, they they don't have any uh, candidate available at that time. So they were looking for uh, two years experience person, but they treated me as a six months experience person. But uh, that's what uh, they're comfortable. That's how I got the opening. Mm. But but Srini, you made an interesting point. Uh, uh, you know about that learning from people and interacting with people, right? But apart mm-hmm. from that, what you what you also mentioned in initially that when you went to US, uh, it's not mm-hmm. that once you finished your job, once you finished your education, you went on to your job. Even while on the job, you were learning. You applied for some course in Arizona, if I'm if I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, after going to US. After going no. to US. So you yeah, continued absolutely. learning. You continued learning uh, even while on job, right? You you start. You went through different courses and tried to upskill yourself. That's correct because uh, in this world, everything changes every every time. We put the word big word as a learning, but the, our mind always learns. You see, now we got COVID two years back. How much we have learned? all these years, two years, to coexist with it today, you know? So, so many changes. So, what is exactly learning? Adopting the changes, correct? Mm. So, if you put it in the perspective of technology or subject, math, it's not one thing. Learning means, um, even I used to think, oh, learning means reading, reading subject. Learning means solving problems. It is not like we need to see learning as a, a bigger context. We learn from people. We learn from mistakes. We learn from, uh, when, we, when I went to Singapore, I need to learn uh, how the I mean, new culture there, how the different people I need to learn new things in the job. So learning is an essential. It's a, it's a, a change, right? It's a change. It's a change for good. Yeah. So if we don't learn, you know, uh, life will uh, put us push us to corner. So it's yeah, you continuous learning. But again, one more point. I also stay, started sharing my knowledge to others. So it mm. means I am also uh, teaching. But interestingly, they are interlinked. Learning and teaching. When you teach, you learn even better. Because when I'm talking to you, it's a natural. Right, uh, talking to our audience, it's a natural. Naturally, your body and mind wants you to say right things, so your mind prepare very well. So, if you are teaching to someone, whatever you know, a lot of people think, "Oh, I need to be a professor. I need to be a lecturer to teach." It's not teaching actually. You are sharing your knowledge when. When you are sharing your knowledge, we learn a lot. That's what I thought. Interesting. So, Srini, uh, before before we again uh, talk about your startup uh, journey, you know, I'll mm-hmm. just add uh, one thing. Since you had a very, very successful professional life, right, and there are so many students who are listening us live. So, what mm-hmm. are the success mantras uh, when you have, when you're employed in, an, in a corporate, right, for, for people when they apply for a job? Right? How to how should they go about uh, their typical job? Apart from the learning thing that you mentioned, any specific success mantra that you want to share? Yeah. F- see, first thing is we need to know the trends, where the world is going. What are the latest technologies? What really the companies want? We need to really understand because. It is the market ultimately drives, right, Rishab, when we are doing something. So we need to see, align to the, the, the latest trends. So that is very, very important, number one. I think nowadays, because of a lot of information, everyone knows. But at the same time, we shouldn't follow the hype. You need to understand. For that, you might have to read a little bit of magazines, a little bit of uh, news, technology news, or it helps to talk to people, hey, what are the trends, etc. So we need to 
and, and I encourage students to explore the new things because new things are upcoming things. So always uh, there will be new designs. Uh, new, new thing is new always. It also, in fact, um, um, excites uh, the companies to explore, um, even for the students. There won't be a lot of, a lot many people in that field. So when there are so, so many people in any field, suppose you have something has come. So it's been already there for five years. So it means a lot of experts are already there. A lot of knowledge is already there. The, and moreover, time has passed. So in the world of technology, a lot of things improve over a period of time. So number one advice is uh, exploring new things, number one. Number two, what I always, we need to align ourselves in our own way. In the sense, people want to see being yourself. What are the unique things you are bringing onto the table? When people hire us, they, they want to see what is the uniqueness in you. So there is always uniqueness in everyone. Rashab, when we, our, our uh, what do you call it, thumb signatures, uh, our eyes, our voice. Everyone is unique, right, Rishabh? Yeah. You speak one way, I speak another way. In fact, we are born to be unique in this world. So we shouldn't lose our uniqueness. Generally, we are in the class. From the general philosophical perspective, thinking that we are, we are all equal, that is good. Equal in a sense, Equal in a friendly way. We are equal from economical perspective. We are equal from the individual rights perspective. We are equal under constitution. Mm. That is uh, that is correct, social uh, aspects. But the beauty is you are unique. You are uniquely equal. Right? You are bringing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one we need to realize. So that, can I add something into this? Hmm. Like that student should approach. Then wherever they go, they don't, we, we don't need to feel everyone is our competition. We need, to, we need to feel. So when we go to interviews also, when we are interacting with anyone, one thing is psychologically, we should, we should always see, is there any complementary? Like, you see, Roshab, you are a host. So we are not competing each other, correct? True. We are complementing. That's how we bring the best uh, to the audience. So, of course, people put us into a group discussions. Uh, we shouldn't feel we are competing with others. It's okay. Mm. Sometimes let, let people talk. Let, let's see what happens. You're not talking. Uh, let people talk. But you try to see what you are, what is the uniqueness you are bringing onto the table. Mm. So I think that would help uh, you stand out from, the, uh, from a group. So everyone, if they stand out, there are a lot of opportunities actually. There are a lot of jobs, actually. Even jobs are getting created. As for a job, we just need one job, right, Rashab? Yeah, absolutely. We just need, we just need one job. So we should continuously pursue. Yeah. Interesting. So, Srini, uh, moving on, uh, you had a set corporate career. You were chasing in a dream, right? Uh, you had everything with you. Why did you decide to strike out a new path on your own and become an entrepreneur? Yeah, that is a, a good point. See, it is not something I'm starting. So, a lot of people think a startup, startup is a word you start. But it, is star it starts in the mind, correct, Rishabh? Mm. So, 
so the dreams are there in the mind so so first of all it is a part of me whatever i am i am thinking but of course it is shaping up ultimately when you uh, when you really start a company when you build the team etc but first of all it's been there with me i want to do you know in the education field because i i started the school right long back i have seen the beauty in it so i felt it is so important to build conference to the people conference to the students because i was uh, a, when i was a kid um i up to 7th grade our teachers used to tell me i don't know anything i don't do math well i don't express well but when i went to another teacher he, he the teacher encouraged me he said i can do it he built that confidence in me so i felt i started feeling very good from that time so i felt of building confidence in the people is so important so it's been there so in my mind so what is what is the so important thing in your life so so i prioritized so, so earlier i went to your job but it's been there whenever uh, i told you right rishab whenever a possibility i work with people i teach people so now as far as the startup it's been there from for quite long time it's a dream i don't use the word chasing the dream because uh, chasing is a little bit uh, not a great word for me so it it's been getting curated in the mind uh, you feel this is a, a great thing to do to society and great thing to do in the life so how to pursue that how to make it a reality so so i continuously um to put it in a context uh, see i spend 80% of my time to do what is the work before me like job Mm. 20 20% of time i always explore new things or what can be done for the future so the startup is i'm building for the future so first i built in my mind next i built it in the conversations with people next i built as a a company now i i'm building it's a continuous journey correct yeah absolutely So, Srini, uh, talking about algebra, mm-hmm. uh, what is unique about algebra, and what it is? I mean, uh, because there are so many edtech companies these days, right? So, mm-hmm. what is that unique proposition uh, that you have to offer that you have chosen uh, in this field? See, as I mentioned, uh, education is very vast. In fact, in fact, any edtech can excel because it is so vast. um especially uh with the online because uh, the whole world is market so here <clears throat> i'm aligning to the future trends you see here uh, the wo- the world is full of intelligence mm. in fact historically it is an intelligent world because the nature has intelligence your trees take the sunlight and produce its own energy we just eat something and it generates energy so the whole nature is intelligent world there is intelligence exists in the world so earlier we need to go to the intelligence whereas now intelligence is coming to us through lot of technology so I, math plays a very good role everywhere math as a foundation so lot of techs are teaching math it's all good but i aligned this company towards the future 
future in this sense already future is here uh, data thinking ai thinking see i've seen the college students master students struggling to learn these things like data thinking and ai technologies but interestingly the foundation of data and ai thinking has roots in mathematics has roots in in your high school education so if there is a strong foundation in math if you can align the kids towards data thinking ai thinking i'm not talking about teaching ai technologies data technologies but but the thinking there is a fundamental thinking process how you align so that would open up vast opportunities to the kids on top of it they can align to solving many problems they will be inspired to think big so the possibilities are endless for the kids so i am excited to see how the world allow uh, rather evolve as you empower the kids as you inspire the kids with math plus plus so i call this as a math plus plus so math plus data thinking ai thinking with which we want to inspire them build confidence so that they can dream more kids can dream more kids can learn more kids can do more kids can become more even to tomorrow these kids can uh, build great companies where they can start the rather uh, they can create many jobs they can create more inspiration in the society that's a, that's a compelling reason for us arusha interesting so shrini uh, you mentioned about math plus plus right uh, mm-hmm. so can you just elaborate a little bit what do you mean when you blend math with data thinking and ai thinking that's a great question arusha see fundamentally we teach math little bit we added uh, interactive elements at 20% like interactive elements and visualization elements like we our focus is on concepts like you use take pi everyone knows uh, pi r square is the area of circle 2 pi r is the circumference so so we see pi from conceptual perspective we explain to the students what exactly pi from where pi has come so it's a beautiful you go to beach you draw a circle one circle you draw a bigger circle you draw even smaller circle interesting pi is there in that circle so we connect artistic elements to the mathematics so so interestingly the pi you go to go to physics pi is they go to elect, uh, electrical engineering you see the pi you go you go to probability you see the pi normal distribution in fact wherever the circle wherever the curve is there you see the circle you go to stock market stock market ups and downs the monte carlo simulations you see the pi so like that we, we show that a pi into the future or to the applications so we so we teach interactive application based math so we add the beauty next for data and ai thinking we need some technology so algorithmic thinking um the so logical thinking so we created a program called ipy robot it's a robot not robo ro- robot so how you can use algorithms to draw mathematical shapes like square square has an algorithm right sorry forward right forward right forward right pentagon has an algorithm so so they are able to draw the mathematical shape third data thinking so we align their thinking through everything around data everything around the data around you number of trees is a data number of uh, rivers is a data so fourth ai thinking ai thinking has algorithms like a straight line how a straight line has a slope how straight line can see the future rishab do you know your straight line people ask right people ask this question uh, do can you see 
in uh, in five years where you are where you will be it's a common question right rashab yeah true <laughs> so what what does it mean when you say in five years five years will you be there in himalayas or will you be there in uh, google what does it mean by in five years where you will be so in general you know rishab when you say five years in a career wise in a financial wise where you will be correct yeah it, it is nothing but a straight line you see in straight line you see in five years where you will be there your five years is a time x axis where you will be there like in us or in in the world now people use the word uh, your net worth mm. or or when you say i i am in a good position what does it mean rashab it means as an if you are an employee any any say you're in good position it means your your compensation is good you have a good career your um your ability to buy things is good your ability to save is good your ability to take care of your family is good your ability to if you lose a job your ability to survive is a good right True. so it is a kind of a straight line so we connect math to that forecasting problem which is ai you are you are predicting the future so what happens in the future is the intelligence so like that there are deep connections between ai and uh, mathematics so we align that so that we are embedding into our curriculum we assembled a uh, very good math teachers and we we train them um in, in this other other areas so we call them as a math plus plus teachers they excite the kids in the class and uh, they inspire them that's how the program interesting shrini i think you you explained it pretty well in fact uh, on the on the similar thing in the chat box there are a couple of questions uh, that our listeners have asked uh, shrini and so ashi is asking do you feel the courses related to, to data and ai should be part of the curriculum in schools absolutely uh, actually i think uh, uh, indian government has come up with a new education policy yeah we they are aligning these aspects very much because a uh, 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 government is thinking ahead uh, the changes they are bringing is amazing we were surprised actually we've been thinking all these things the last 5 years uh, i conduct a lot of workshops in us um our government started uh, introducing that this is now large scale it is coming into it but the question is how we implement it right mm. how we implement it so for that you know bringing with uh, industry combining math plus data idea thinking It, it it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of time you know so uh, so that it's available to uh, all schools uh, that that's really really good actually what government is doing interesting so shrini on 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 the uh, you mentioned about implementation right so i think there is mm-hmm. a similar question that pratik has mm-hmm. asked in the chat mm-hmm. box and he said mm-hmm. that we learn about ai in our courses in colleges but how do we learn its application i presume he is referring to applying these concepts in real life that that uh, that's in fact so amazing question uh, in fact it's quite easy uh, as far as ai application because uh now you know google is there a lot of uh, sites like kaggle um sites like databricks or google a lot of websites they give you sample data sets and also they give the sample applications most of these applications are not theoretical applications they are real real uh, real data like new york new york taxi related data climate change related data covid data you see here covid data is available everywhere In india data is available uh, you go to john hopkins uh, university they have tons of data sets then you you can take the data you can apply algorithms you can apply the software those software related 
algorithms are available in some other sites. So it's all available, but you need to know how to stitch this, Rashab. It is not like, you know, uh, you, you go to uh, ice cream shop, you just get an ice cream bar, you just eat, mm -hmm. right? You need to mix a few things. That is where um, you need to collaborate with some people, a couple of people. So I encourage not to do alone, do some groundwork alone, but at least work with another person um, so that, you know, we, you can motivate each other or connect with us. We'll, we'll guide. We have even um, for the college students, uh, data and AI, we encourage them to do research. We encourage them to, what you call, uh, do uh, uh, rather, you know, knowledge so that they can do a startups in the future. For that, uh, last one more thing I want to add, Rishabh, on that. Uh, to do AI, to do data engineering, you need a good infrastructure. So that is where main problems comes into the picture. The, uh, what tools to use, especially in the cloud, what tools to use, and even uh, which tools to buy, which tools are free, uh, how to connect them. It takes a lot of time. That's why even researchers struggle because the data is growing. They don't know how to use uh, so many uh, tools. So that's hmm. when now tools are getting consolidated uh, in the cloud so that you don't have to install anything on your own system. A company like Databricks provides community edition. I, I still work for uh, the startup Databricks. Uh, I'll be coming full-time another few months. Uh, so even uh, through IGBRA, we help the students uh, to get access to these community editions. So it's free. Mm, uh, our team can guide mm, so that they can do the uh, research and uh, projects. So, yeah. Interesting. So uh, on, the, on, the, on that, there is a follow-up question uh, which Sajan mm. has asked. And he mm. says that, do you believe that uh, AI and ML can replace data scientists or analysts in future, or would it still require humans to analyze the data? That's a wonderful thing, a question. Uh, see, in fact, data and AI is not going to uh, really replace anything. So, in fact, everywhere the systems are evolving, it's an artificial intelligence system. They are definitely intelligent. But human is 100x, 1000x is intelligent, actually. So all the systems are evolving as a coexisting systems. To put in a simple word, Rashab, uh, everyone, AI systems are decision support systems. So they are helping you to take decisions. But the real decisions are being taken by the human beings. Okay, certain things like uh, you apply for a loan, your system can say is it appro approved or not. AI systems are taking decisions. But hmm. that is only a small percentage. There are a lot of areas where you need to coexist. So your ML and AI are data analysts. It's not replacing, but there is a chance that can trim. That's a very intelligent question, actually. In fact, ML system can design ML systems. See, see the Russia? Hmm. Artificial intelligence system can design an artificial intelligence system. So why you why I need to do AI? That question comes. So it can do certain automation, yes. But there are a lot of areas uh, still human beings has to be done. And moreover, it is evolving. Mm. By the time AI replaces that, you will have another a task. And moreover, it is not a, just a technical task. The domain, you need to know the domain. You need to know, suppose you want to use AI to reduce the poverty level. You want to use AI to reduce the climate challenges. You want to reduce AI uh, to understand the 
uh, student challenges understand the uh, how many people are failing uh, what are the causes for it so a systems helps you to understand the insight but what to do with that insight how you are going to improve uh, using that intelligence how, uh, what steps you need to take to improve the society or improve the company all those things are humans will be there So, to, uh, so no, fact, very yeah. well experienced me on this. To add on to mm. it, uh, Sajan, maybe you know it's like you know when years back when computers came in, people thought that the jobs will be gone, but rather computers created new kind of jobs, right? I mean, the whole industry across different uh, streams got evolved. So something similar happens here as well. So humans will progress. The problem is the people who don't upgrade, don't upskill, their job will become redundant. So as I think uh, Srini mentioned, right? So AI will take certain basic decisions. so those kind of jobs which people are doing it now maybe those will get redundant so it's very very important to upskill and continue learning as well so yeah, you put right, right where shop uh, we it's a, a evolution continuously definitely yeah that that is where even i i mindfully always use this rule 80 20 rule mm. 20% always what is the new thing what are the new learnings so 80% you do whatever the regularly you are doing even i encourage my team in igebra i encourage them 80% work on teaching um, homework or encouraging the students etc 20% spend time to learn new things 20% spend on you know reading or having discussions Hmm. just help yourself is so that is so important even when you join a company some people think oh i joined infosys i joined tcs i'm done my life is done no those infosys will even can say then can fire, they can fire us you know after some yeah. time so it is very important for us to spend that 20% of time weekly or monthly just to learn regularly it's a continuous learning as you rightly put rushab so even upskilling is a big word just put your heart it's all good long term because it helps you to grow so again learning need not be just reading a book even having conversation is a learning uh even i am talking to you e it is not that i am sharing my knowledge right even yeah. it's a you guys are inspiring me now having conversation with you i, I feel great uh, be with you so that is also learning from me so it, it strengthen me you know thank you prashant interesting so uh, in fact there is another question uh, and uh, vilcha is asking that he wants to pursue career in data science but i think mm-hmm. he is that he is not really good at maths so what you said in a way right so is this the right career choice that someone can get into oh, that is they're not good at maths that is a good question see this is what there is a concept called a fixed mindset and growth mindset fixed mindset what it says is oh, i am not good at it so should i pursue or not growth mindset says you can be good at it you're not good at it right now your mind adopts so data science doesn't need to be expert in math but it needs to be unit of fundamentals in math okay now the question comes you can enter into data engineering first then work 2 3 years in data engineering then evolve into data science so you have Two three years time to brush up your mathematics, or you you when you do data engineering, data engineering doesn't need a lot a uh, lot of math. Data engineering involves moving the data, re- cleaning the data, refining the data, uh, analyzing the data. So it is like you have. Uh, 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 
you uh, use petrol or diesel uh, rishab petrol right mm, yeah so how you got the petrol petrol got from crude oil correct true so crude oil from crude oil how we got the petrol crude oil is went to refineries it is processed finally you got the e petrol so like the data engineering does that it takes the raw data it cleans the data it extract the data it transforms the data it loads into the system so that works is a logical work it doesn't need uh, 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 any math so it's just matter of data engineering you need to use some uh, simple python programs or um, databricks spark programs if, you, if the data is big then as you do that you will interact with the data science people so you don't need to know all the math at least you can take one problem and learn some fundamentals about just straight lines it is 7th uh, grade math so actually that's what we want we want to build that confidence to everyone uh, on this aspect so slowly they can become evolve into data scientists or machine learning engineers or ai engineers so there is evolving path also rishab instead of taking a decision or oh, shall i be into ml shall i be into ai shall i be into data science but i encourage because this is creating a, a data and ai creating a a multi billion dollar industry so every company needs the intelligence every company needs data you see every governments need data mm. today yeah, 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 our government cannot run if they don't have data right true okay, how many covid cases came how many survived how many vaccines are done even see vaccine needs a data right how many people yeah. took the vaccines then again next year how many booster shot we need to give how many vaccines we need to create all these decisions create every company needs this so it is like a, a it is like everybody's business data is everybody's business so that's why i encourage you there are a lot of areas in data and ai areas not just a data science data science is one part but you can evolve uh, uh, to blend math into it over a period of time does it sound good yes absolutely sunny so in yeah. fact uh, sunny uh, if i'm not wrong uh, algebra mm -hmm. as a platform is essentially uh, you're trying to make a difference or, or inculcate this thinking of what you call as math plus plus right from the school age right but mm -hmm. what about uh, the people uh, you know who are the grown ups who are who are pursuing their higher studies right mm -hmm. and piyush is asking a question on the similar lines that mm -hmm. are there any technology upskilling platforms which you could recommend or is algebra the one uh, which also be Uh, getting into this space as well actually a lot of people are doing it um in that space we, so if i right now we are not doing it right now the way we are doing is we are focusing on kids uh on the college level we are creating a platform called igbra.ai computing lab but we are doing a complimentary services there are a lot of small companies doing trainings uh, some are very expensive uh, some are good i'll try to name a couple of them uh, but what we do is we are providing a platform for research providing a platform for startups are providing platform so that students can discover the things so that they can get into good jobs they can get into masters programs because a lot of masters programs for data and ai uh, also if they want to do a startups <clears throat> if they want to pursue phd so first of all we are empowering uh, with infrastructure using our databricks community edition um we are providing tools um and we are providing some guidance but we are not doing a a, a trainings for uh college people at this time 
because uh, we have a lot of things to do for kids mm-hmm. and, and uh, second is definitely a lot of companies are doing uh, one company i suggest there is a company called scholars nest scholarsnest.com e that person is name is prashant pande he is doing at a, a, a reasonable price and also they have a good support system where um students feel confident about the support system what i mean by support system rishab see you enroll a course course is done and nobody caring about you mm. so so it is there are many courses but the career guidance and continuous support system should be there at least uh, you have some question you ask somebody should answer you correct yeah so until you get into job and for that matter it's a continuous journey so your support system is very very important so that that company is fairly good and uh, in fact even if you take some course somewhere you can take the course somewhere but igbra.ia can provide that support like what tools to use continuous for research what tools can be used so that we have edge we have a difference in getting the job if the 100 people did a, a course in uh, data science everyone won't get it so that 20% what the edge how many use cases how many side projects they have done how their resume looks like that support system uh, our team may be able to provide igbra.ai computing lab for colleges yeah interesting so to all the data enthusiasts you could you, you may want to you know uh, check out this the website as well so uh, srini moving on uh, you mentioned that uh, you are uh, you know when you were launching your uh, startup it was already there in your mind because of your teaching experiences long long years back right but the mm-hmm. point is now that you are executing right and you are mm-hmm. now you're building creating a platform uh, and and executing the uh, dream that you had for the years so mm-hmm. uh, help me understand that how did you go about developing your team as a startup and recruiting right talent for the job so how should founders typically <coughs> move on this yeah that is a very good question rasha so i think it it changes from startup to startup uh but everyone can apply some common common ideas what i always focus is first of all what i am what this company is giving to uh, the person who is joining this mission right so mm-hmm. igbra.ia it has a some values and mission our mission is to inspire kids with math plus data plus ai so that kids can dream more kids can learn more kids can do more kids can become more so we who who likes this mission we need to identify first of all they need to like this mission number one that you and you interact you understand number one number two in fact everyone who is associating with us we don't think or we don't call them as employees we call them as partners because world has changed all startups everyone uh, can be a partner in that mission in that company so we when we hire partners i always first see what igbra can do these partners what i can do to this partner for their growth for their learning so that is what i ask actually how do you think igbra will help you if you join so it is so important because that helped me uh, from beginning and also i think lot of startup founders uh, does approach in the same way so 
it is so important in human relations first of all human relations are very important right prashant yeah absolutely you so, see we just come to know two weeks back we had a nice conversation now see so it's a win win relation right complimentary so what i am adding value to rusha then rusha you are thinking uh, how can i add value to srini no in this collaboration but eventually how can we add value to students and professionals so so when we are hiring it is so important we think oh what i am going to get from this candidate how this candidate is going to help so that is important but first we need to think how this company is going to help these partners to grow or mm. learn something so anything is a win win i believe that is a, that is an, that is one point third is uh that culture culture and this in every company has unique culture you know um, so when we're building the company aligning to that the company mission is they should be excited about this then you know it is it is going to be a a dynamic and inspiring journey it is uh, the partners who inspire us a lot in fact uh, some of my partners come and say actually we can do lot of lot of things in igbrata this is what it is rushab you asked right are you are you doing anything for college yeah in fact first apart from kids i did for professionals in fact i taught 5 years that and a for professionals uh, but i thought for professionals and a grown up lot of people can teach so my priority is kids but at the same time my team convinced me hey, we already have a lot of strengths you're already working for data breaks there's a community edition so many things we can connect so at least let us do a igbra.ai computing lab so that we support research we support people who are going to do masters phd and getting job so i started that uh, computing lab for colleges so my team inspired me so that's what i i want to say to summarize it's a win win you know you add value to your partners and they add value to the company true absolutely shrini mm-hmm. shrini moving on any specific challenges uh, that you could share that you are facing or you have faced in your journey so far and how did you overcome any of them yes challenges always there first of all um we sh- everyone should uh be ready to think that there will be challenges actually there will be always challenges so how you prepare for the challenges is the uh, question it is not that rushab the challenges will be there or not so but interestingly human mind is very powerful than these challenges you see eh, have you seen any bigger challenge than covid rusha in your life no so absolutely no exactly we as a collectively have seen historically challenging things but now we see how as a collectively we are able to tame it because we have a very a tough challenges we lost dear ones but that is where we need to believe the the challenges can be overcome with a preparation but the question rusha but we need lot of confidence for that right rusha yeah absolutely to, you need preparation not only preparation we need to confidence to solve the problems that is where it's a very important to understand it's it's very difficult to have confidence but i want to share one tip that helped me see we if we think oh i want to do a startup i want to get a job i need confidence so you are rushab we are just thinking about i i i right yeah your mind doesn't believe that is a problem <laughs> oh i i want to do a startup 
okay you want to do it but your mind doesn't believe i can do it so that is a we need to trick our mind little bit at least i i it worked for me see i always think it is not about i in fact anyone can do startup anyone can anyone can speak on the stage anyone can excel in their life anyone can grow in their life once you start thinking about everyone i, I don't know probably india has a great philosophy sarve jana sukhino bhavantu like right yeah they say let everyone flourish right i think that think that thinking everyone flourishing that thinking what happens is if i believe a roshab can do a startup then is success becomes a second nature for you oh roshab can do my friend venkat can do prasanna can do i can do easily like that you know your mind if you believe or someone can do it you believe you can do it so it is so important to train our mind like that oh uh, my if you see oh this guy cannot do it uh, oh only i can, i can do it that thinking cannot sustain yeah absolutely you you are thinking only you can do it now but tomorrow you get a big problem you will crash so that would help for me and also that also helps you to go to people oh okay i can reach prakash i can reach rishab uh, i can reach otika uh, uh, she has a lot of talent you also start believing in the talent right mm. rishab in more of startup or challenges as a team we can solve the problem i'm not saying i am going to solve all problems actually right mm. we am hiring i am hiring partners to solve the problems of the start this company correct so it is a teamwork it's like a team india team india cricket yeah it's not one person who is doing it right prashant true so that's where last point i want to say is as a collectively we have solved the problems of covid not one person vaccines scientists got industry supported the vaccines government giving to people it's a collectively always collectively we can solve the problems yeah interesting i think srini uh, it's been a one hour that we've uh, spoken so far and the time flew very quickly i would say you know and i think we can continue on and on and on but i think before before uh, you leave i would ask you uh, you know one last question uh, mm-hmm. a specific advice that you would want to uh, share with the students who are listening us live today yeah i encourage focus on data thinking and connect with people and the third point is celebrate your uniqueness even celebrate your shortcomings let's say celebrate in the sense try to don't hesitate to show oh, i don't know this i want to learn from you so that comes when we know others also can do it so so in one liner i can say a collaboration with people is so important it is so important even it is it helps in a healthy way like we collaborated in this in this in this uh, conversation in the podcast i see it as a collaboration not someone teaching anything Yeah. you know you ask question even it inspire me you know I, I, i'm so excited to uh, talk to all of you so my day will be better my week will be better so in summary collaborate with people keep people first then everything will follow you get help call our team uh, go to our website and fill the form uh, somebody will reach you or my email svemula s as in sam my last name is vemula at igbra.ia reaches will help so 
there is someone always can help you in this society. So uh, I, th that is what I encourage everyone. We are not alone. Okay, so, uh, one person may not help, but somebody will help. So no problem is a problem if we work together. No, I think on that note, uh, Srini, uh, Mahesh has written a very interesting uh, thing in the chat box. He says mm -hmm. Nokia was all about connecting people and iGebra mm -hmm. is about collaborating with people. So I think it sums up everything what you spoke as well. Oh, that is so, so wonderful. He, he, he sounds to be very philosophical. I want him to connect to with my team. You know, who knows? He can be maybe our partner soon because we we are hiring. We are hiring many people, talented people. Uh, okay, uh, you want to be a data scientist, a data engineer, or you want to go abroad? You can go. It has time. It may take six months, or it may be one year. But meanwhile, this in this six months to one year, you can do part time. You can teach to kids, or we have some research. And uh, you'll help us and we'll help you. Because we believe in, in, in the uh, wonderful talent of India. We believe in talent of every individual. In fact, I believe everyone. I have, I have job for actually everyone. If not today, tomorrow. That is the company we are building. Because our market is very big. US, India, Australia, and the whole world. Uh, 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 that's what I encourage. Thank you. Thank you, my friend, for uh, saying that. Wow. I think, uh, Srini, it was wonderful speaking to you. And, uh, you know, all the best to, to I think, the, the best part I can see is I could compare uh, your vision to that of uh, Naran Murthy, right? Because you're building your company on principles. It's not just about making money uh, for the sake of it, but you're, you're very, very focused in uh, solving real problems. So I think it is. it was wonderful speaking to you, Srini. And wish you all the best and thank you for spending time and having a discussion with all our young fellows uh, who are listening to us live. Thank you for your time, Srini. Thank you, Rishabh. Money, money will definitely follow. I think first we open for the principles because Narad Muthi made a lot of money. Yeah. As you rightly said, first it is so important we all they feel that we are together. We are not alone. Just like COVID, how collectively we solve the problem, uh, we can solve career and startup, uh, startup challenges also. Our company and our team is great team. We are ready to support youth and appreciate Rushab uh, through backstage, how you are empowering the youth, how you are sharing the information. We want to collaborate with you and do really, really a lot of things. And any students or anyone, please approach us. Um, we have something for you. Yeah. Thank you, Rishabh. Thank you. Thank you, Srini. And thank you, listeners. There were some real good questions that you guys had put in the chat box. It was wonderful having all of you today. And thank you, Mahesh. You had an interesting quote at the end. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.